Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu, and I am your host. Over here, we chat all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development in order to help you create a more joyous and fulfilling life, a life that's filled with all kinds of abundance, whatever that means to you. And as much as we think of abundance solely meaning money, abundance shows up in our lives in so many forms. That could be, like I said, in the form of money. It could be in the form of an abundance of well-being, an abundance of opportunities, abundance of experiences, abundance of love, abundance of healthy relationships, and so much more. So whatever it is that is in your heart, it is something that you, A, are worthy of and b can absolutely draw it in but it starts with you believing in your power as a conscious creator who has complete control of his or her circumstances but we're going to get into that in a few minutes i'm currently sitting here feeling so sore over the last couple of weeks i have gotten back into working out more regularly more intensely after coming off covid at the start of the year and so each week slowly upping the ante i didn't want to overwhelm my body and on Monday, today's a Wednesday when I'm recording this, on Monday I had a lower body workout and I got to say that feeling is like bittersweet. So I'm so sore. It feels so good to be back in the zone. But every step, even when I'm not walking up the stairs, I'm in agony. But anyways, I'm not here to complain. I'm going to relish that feeling. Today we're talking about healthy relationships, manifesting more abundantly in the form of healthy relationships. I have so much to say on this topic. And it's funny because whenever someone, well, most of the time when people reach out to work with me, more often than not, I basically in my application, I always ask people, what is it that you're actually trying to manifest? More often than not, I have people say something along the lines of healthy relationships, whether it's with their friends, their partners, their employers, or their in-laws, someone in their life who they want to change that relationship with. And even when I put up a poll on Instagram asking, like, what are you trying to manifest this month? More often than not, healthy relationships gets the most votes. So you know what? Let's do a podcast episode. If you haven't already listened to it, there I have put up a few episodes in the past. I will link them in the show notes so you can go back and listen to those as well. But today we're going to talk about another approach in terms of manifesting healthier relationships. And You know, as much as we think of health in terms of the way we move our body or the foods that we consume, if you ask me, what do I think is one of the most influential factors when it comes to improving our well-being? Hands down, it would be creating and maintaining healthy relationships. One of our most basic, primal, and fundamental needs as human beings is connection. This goes back to the days when we were cavemen and we used to move around in packs. And so... Even now, even though it's way past that time, we crave that sense of belonging, of connection. And when we are starved of that connection, 
it creates a void. It creates an internal friction. And as a result, that internal friction manifests itself in the form of health issues. It can manifest the form of chaos and various forms of stress. And just think about it for a second. When you've had a really good conversation with a friend or any kind of interaction, you are literally floating. You are on cloud nine. You are just genuinely happy. And that feeling is literally a reflection of the endorphins and oxytocin and other feel-good neurotransmitters that has now been flooded with your body. And can you imagine if this is happening on a regular basis? What kind of healing benefits you are creating for your health? And so, yes, eat the kale, fill your plate with protein, move your body regularly, but you have to prioritize the relationships you have in your life. And so often, so it's so easy to cancel people, to cut people out of our lives. So I'm not going to speak to so-and-so because they're toxic energy, right? And so we just stop replying their messages. We stop calling them and we just avoid any kind of interaction. But here's the thing is, yes, it's, that's the easy way to cut people out. But if you don't change the root, go to the root and work on changing that dynamic, you will attract that same version of that person, but just in a different body. And that's why it's about really thinking, what is the actual root issue and how can I tackle that? And the more we take responsibility and really, you know, hone into the fact that every relationship in our life is merely an extension of the relationship we have with ourselves. That is how we can start to change that dynamic. And I'm going to say this once and I'll say it twice as well, but the relationship you have with others is an externalized physical manifestation of the relationship you have with yourself. I'll say it again. The relationship you have with others is a, an externalized and physical manifestation of the relationship you have with yourself. And ultimately, if you are finding yourself being surrounded by not so desirable relationships, then that's a sign that you got to do a deep dive and say, what is it within me that is attracting these kinds of people in my life? Because yes, it's very easy to play the victim card or to blame other people or, you know, try and justify your circumstances, or I've just married into this kind of family, whatever excuses you're telling yourself. But as individuals, we all have different sides to us. And based on who we are around, we reveal those different sides. And so when we can take that responsibility and accountability and say, okay, well, clearly there's something that I'm doing that is drawing in this version of that person into my life. Well, guess what? By changing the way you're showing up, you have the power to change which version of that person you receive as well. Just sit with that for a second. I know it can be a tough pill to swallow, but it's also an incredibly empowering pill to swallow because like I said, if you attract to that version, there's nothing stopping you from attracting another version. And this is why I'm such a big advocate of really doing the deep internal work to make sure that you are the best version of yourself. Because every interaction, every relationship, it is the foundation is two people and you play 50% role in that relationship. And so when you get better, it's only natural that the dynamic of that relationship is going to get better. But what happens is, is that when we are just showing up the way we've always shown and not taking that accountability and working on ourselves, working through our emotional baggage, working through our limiting narratives, working through the stories we tell ourselves, our fears, our doubts, we unknowingly, we project that onto the other person. And that is what breeds toxic relationships. I don't know if you've watched this show on Netflix, Love is Blind. 
So Netflix um, recently put out the second season. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but it's, if you haven't seen it, it's basically there's like 15 or 20 guys and 15 or 20 girls, and they aren't able to see, the guys and girls aren't able to see each other initially. So they're getting to know each other through pods, and there's a wall in between so they're building a connection solely based on personality and without having seen each other so it's trying to take out the superficial aspect of relationships and the amazing thing is is that you watch these people build these connections initially then they decide to get married and then in that period after they finally meet each other they start, you can then start to see them projecting all kinds of wild stories and fears and doubts. And for me, when I was watching, I was like, wow, such an eye opener why doing this kind of work is so important. And this is with any kind of relationship, not just with romantic relationship, but with friendships as well. Because when we aren't doing the necessary work to rid ourselves of these limiting narratives, fears, and insecurities, we, like I said, we project them on other people and we, as a result, we self-sabotage ourselves when we engage in the self-destructive behavior. As an, and as an outsider, when I was watching this show, I was just, it's almost like you can see a train wreck. You're watching a train wreck ready to combust. And the more we take that accountability, that's how we can not only change the dynamic of our current relationships, but also when we enter a new relationship, whether it's with a friend or a partner, or even in a kind of work environment, it's going to be a lot more fulfilling and harmonious. And here's the thing is that when you work on fostering a connection with yourself and really strengthen that connection with yourself, that is how you can start to create more meaningful connections with other people. And when I say foster a connection with yourself, what I'm really saying is being so comfortable with who you are as an individual because when you are so comfortable with who you are showing up as the most authentic version of you is almost a no-brainer but otherwise when we are not so comfortable with ourselves we are showing up as who we think we meant we are meant to be we're trying to be liked we're trying to keep up with those around us and because we're not showing up as our most authentic self we're also creating a very superficial bond and that relationship is very inauthentic and it's only a reflection of how we are showing up. But when you can show up as your most authentic self, you also naturally draw in that same kind of energy because you also, when, when you are comfortable in who you are as a person, it's amazing because the other person feeds off that energy. And in that moment, you've given them permission to show up as their most authentic self. And as a result, the connection you build is going to be so much more fulfilling. Because at the end of the day, everything and everyone is you pushed out. And when you can really start to look at your life as a mirror, that is how you can start to see, okay, well, this person is revealing to me some part of me that needs to be worked on, some part of me that I need to either heal or improve. And it's amazing because you start to also look at those so-called toxic people or those unhealthy relationships also as a blessing. You shift your perspective around it. And in that moment of shifting your perspective, you've also shifted your vibration and you've shifted your point of attraction. But when we are in that mode of, why do I keep attracting these kinds of people? They're so mean to me. They always take advantage of me. They take me for granted. And all these other stories our minds like project, it's a very helpless state. It's coming from a place of victimization. And I know I, 
identifying as a victim is not something any of us want to do or choose to do intentionally. But that's essentially when we start to blame our external circumstances. In that moment, we become a victim of our environment. And that is the lowest energy we can be operating out of. And yeah, it feels good to have that pity party, but can you attract more fulfilling relationships with that energy? Absolutely not. In fact, that kind of energy, you do not want to be attracting anybody because what's going to happen is, like I said, your life is embarrassing. You only attract other people who tend to blame, complain, and justify their circumstances. And so now it's about, like I said, giving you're not so healthy. Well, obviously, first, you want to have appreciation and so much gratitude for the amazing, loving relationships that already exist in your life because what you focus on and appreciate grows. So nurture those connections, first and foremost. But secondly, shift your perspective around the not so healthy relationships and know that you have everything within you to change the dynamic of the relationship you have with that person. But that starts with realizing that you have to take accountability and responsibility and shift the question to, why are these people treating me this way to what did I do to attract this kind of energy into my life? So I'll give you a few examples. When I say your life is like the mirror, let's say you have friends who tend to walk all over you or who consider you as second best or never choose you. Really ask yourself, where am I not choosing myself? Where am I putting myself lost? Or let's say that you have relatives who treat you like a punching bag. Maybe that's a sign that you got to draw more firm boundaries. Or let's say you're trying to manifest a relationship and you keep attracting inconsistent behavior from either men or women. Where are you not being consistent in your life, in your goals? And that could even start with saying, like saying, okay, I want to start working out more, but some days you are, some weeks you're really consistent. The other weeks you put down the back burner because the way you treat yourself is essentially the kind of energy that you will receive from others. And so when you don't value yourself, when you don't respect yourself, when you don't cherish yourself, when you don't feel whole, worthy, and complete in your being, that is the kind of energy you're going to attract from other people. Because the way we treat ourselves gives others a permission slip in terms of, and also a blueprint in terms of how they should be treating us. And like I said earlier, is if you find yourself a constant engaging in fake conversations or just meaningless relationships, ask yourself, where am I not being authentic? Or how can I allow myself to be a bit more vulnerable? And I know the act of being vulnerable. And so let's say sharing a personal experience or admitting that you're going through a hard time or whatever it is that you find that is too vulnerable to share right now. But realize that any kind of deep, meaningful connection is based on a foundation of vulnerability. And yes, it is scary to reveal a part of you that, because again, stems from the fear of judgment. But if you truly want to build that connection with other people, then it comes with, it starts with allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And the amazing thing is, is when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, and again, I'm not saying to wear your heart on your sleeve by any means, but when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you naturally invite that same kind of energy from the other person and it's just this beautiful harmony and trust and love that is built between the two of you and that's what that's what it takes to build a bond and it's funny because you know as adults we think that by now by our 30s by our 40s we should already have established friendships but there's a huge difference between knowing people and for years as opposed to having people that truly have your back, that you truly feel safe, supported, valued, seen, and heard with. And is it harder to build friendships and relationships the older you get? Yes and no. So I say yes, because 
we're not going to we're not necessarily going to school and when you go to school you just have that much more opportunity to meet more people but at the same time no because the older you are the more you know yourself and so the more you know yourself the more you can now start to own what you like your preferences and as a result draw in people who also know who they are and i just think that is the foundation of any kind of healthy relationship and like i said earlier is that your life is a mirror and so you can just trust in the knowing that as you continue to create these internal shifts your outer world your outer reality has to shift this is the way the universe works this is the way our lives have always worked is that and this is manifestation 101 is in order to create the change you seek to experience that change has to start from within and so when you do the work to start to rid yourself of any kind of fears insecurities doubt not feeling good enough constantly questioning yourself and looking outside of you for validation when you end those patterns or at least work on ending those patterns you're only going to attract a different caliber of people because now your internal state has shifted and you know i want to actually read something a message that a client of mine sent to me a couple of weeks ago wait hang on i'm just going to get my phone so I'll give you a bit of backstory before I read out these messages. So I started, I started working with this client a few years ago. Phenomenal change that's happened over the last couple of years. When we started working together, she was someone who constantly doubted herself, never felt good enough, always felt like she was second best, and was just not attracting the right kind of people. And I know at the time, one of the things she had said was she would want to attract friends who love her for who she is. So of course, we've done so much inner work together and really gotten her to a place of honoring who she is as a person, really ridding herself of all her past stories that have been holding her back. At the end of the day, we all have past experiences. We've all been conditioned to believe certain beliefs about ourselves. We've all had many moments that have caused us to doubt ourselves. That's being a human, but you can't control those past experiences, but you can control the effect that they have on you today as a grown-up. So really working through all those and just getting her to a place of self-love. And when I say self-love, I'm not talking about like having bubble baths and staring in the mirror and telling yourself flowery words or eating the delicious chocolate. I mean, these are all great acts of self-care. But when I say self-love, it's that unconditional respect and honoring who you are as a person, you, honoring your strengths, your weaknesses, and everything in between. And so here's a message she sent to me. I am sticking up for myself with a friend who hasn't treated me right. She didn't message or call after, and I never had the courage to tell her because I was scared of losing her. But now I realize my worth, so I finally said something. Wow. And how often have you walked around with any kind of anger towards a person or any kind of discomfort they've left you feeling, but you haven't had the courage to say something? And if you really take a step back and say, why did I scare saying something? It was purely because you didn't feel you had the right to say something or you were scared of losing that person. And so our behaviors are a physical manifestation of the way we feel about ourselves. When we can, we, and again, we can tell ourselves because we don't have the courage, but it's because that feeling of scarcity that if, if not her, then who else? Or it comes from a place of not feeling worthy and settling and that's why we tend to settle with our current relationships is because as a part of our mind that's telling us we aren't worthy of better relationships but the minute you change that and the way you feel about yourself suddenly these behaviors like having these tough conversations which by the way 
every strong relationship requires is having tough conversations. It be, having them becomes a lot easier. So then I reply back saying, my heart feels so happy reading this. Thank you for sharing with your friend. How did it go down when you finally said something? And here's a reply that she sent me. She apologized and promised it would never happen again. And I just feel much better after being honest and getting it off my chest instead of holding it in and feeling angry. And even though avoiding having that tough conversation can create that sense of relief in the moment, but the only person who suffers in the long run is you. Not only are you walking around holding on to unnecessary anger, but that anger and whatever other negative emotion that you're holding on to, it only creates resistance from within. And that resistance is what blocks you from manifesting other things in your life. Because remember that whether it's healthy relationships or anything else in your life, your desires can only flow through the path of least resistance. And this is what it means to really do the deep inner work. It's to chip away all the ways in which you have unknowingly created resistance from within. And so there you have it. My freestyling episode in terms of how to build healthy relationships. There's a lot of things which I'm still yet to manifest and a lot that I'm still learning. But one thing which I am forever grateful for and I'm continuing to get better at is developing healthy relationships. And so through my experiences, through my client experiences, I hope that I can also empower you with the tools to realize that everything starts and ends with you. And if you want to manifest create, draw in, whatever term you want to use. If you want to draw in more fulfilling and healthy relationships, which is the backbone of well-being, and it's something that we should all be wanting for ourselves because we move, we go, we can go so much further together. And by being intentional about the kind of energy we are putting out and how we're showing up, that is how we draw in even more fulfilling relationships. And as a result, even more joy and well-being into our lives. I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes and I look forward to chatting in my next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.